Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Previously, on a new winter, I knew where I was, and at that point, the door behind Lauren flew open, and the darkness stared back at me. This is episode 49 of A New Winter. Lauren jumped up in fright and held tightly onto Sandra. Bloody hell, how did that happen? But I didn't answer. I was drawn into the darkness that lay beyond it. I could feel something pulling me in. There was something there. Something monstrous. I got up from my chair and walked towards the door. I felt like everything was in slow motion. My vision was becoming blurry. It felt like I had exhausted all the air from my lungs, but did not feel the need for them to fill back up. I felt heavy, like the sheer weight of gravity had tripled. Then, the sound like a pneumatic drill burrowed into my skull, obliterated any other sound. Still, I walked on towards the door, and then through it. As I passed through, the world I had once inhabited disappeared. In front of me were the three white floating spheres and nothing else. I stared at each one of them in turn, waiting for something to occur. The central sphere's surface then started moving. There were ripples moving away from a certain point, as if something was to break through. And from that central point came what looked like a white spear. It shot into the ground and then other smaller ones branched off it. In fact, it looked like the roots of a tree, bright white like the sphere, but tunnelling into the darkness beneath us. Why do you keep coming back? A familiar voice said beside me. I turned around and saw a face I never thought I'd see again. It's Mr. Tooley. Why do you return again and again? He asked. I thought you'd gone, I said. Even in the hospital, I... Mr. Tooley laughed. (laughs) I can't leave just yet. My work isn't done. I'm above all this. Life, death and whatnot. I'm here because you want me to be here. 
We're connected, you and I. Did you remember? Did you remember being a boy? I tried to think back. No. No, I don't. I, I was told I'm hundreds of years old, though, and, and my brother... Hundreds, thousands, what does it matter? Your brother is identical, yes? Yeah, yes, I believe, I believe so. Convenient, isn't it? Don't you think that you're being rather selective? Don't you remember being a boy? You've asked me that, I answered. Well, don't you remember how he did what he did? What happened to you? Don't you remember, Kate? Of course I do. I've tried to look after Sandra, you know, Tully repeated. All this time, but she doesn't want to know. She wants you. She wants you to remember her. I'm, I'm starting to, I think. Why, why has all this happened? What's the purpose? Who says there is one? Tilly answered. Right now you need to solve what's happening. There is an answer. There's a reality that exists somewhere out there. That lives beyond your wired man and his projections. There's life, breath, light and wonder. But that's if you want it. Otherwise we can spend an eternity together going in circles. When it's time to face that existence, you'll need to cling to it with all your might. Then a loud foghorn went off and Tuli disappeared. The central sphere absorbed back the white roots it had planted into the ground, and all three of them left. The darkness soon lifted and I found myself back by the window. The window which that strange creature had jumped through. Where I'd been waiting for Lauren... I was back in 1967. What on earth happened here, I heard. It was Lauren, young once again, looking at the mess that had been made during the fight earlier. Someone, something, I began, but I couldn't explain it. Look, I don't want to hear it, she interrupted. There's something taking over this town. There's talk of monsters, of creatures roaming around, and people, children disappearing, all tonight. Do you know anything about this? Um, I answered, maybe. Look, what have you got me into? It's chaos out there. We need to find somewhere to hide. No, I said. What we need to do is leave. I, I need to get out of here, and I, I want you to come with me. Let's just, let's just leave this place. I know, I know we just met, but it's, it's difficult to. I just feel like, you know, you're different and. No, I'm not going anywhere, she said. You promised me. You promised we'd find my dad, remember? That you knew where he might be? I know, I know I did, but we're in real danger here. I've... I've angered some of your friends. We just need to make one stop. I've, I've won the twins, hold up. Let's go get him, and then, and then we leave. What? What do you mean? You have a kid, hold up. What does that mean? It means he's somewhere safe, where those... Weirdos can't get to him, at least for the moment. Let's, let's just go get him and we'll leave. No, you promised. And she started getting teary. You promised and I'm going to hold you to it. You can't promise me something like that and then take it back. Okay, I said, okay, calm down. We'll, we'll find your dad tonight and then we're out of here. Okay? 
Fine, she said. Where to go first? I needed to find where those pods were, see if he was in one of them, or, if I were to be honest, to make sure that he wasn't, so I could just leave. Was the entrance still here? The one I'd just seen in my vision? No, this wasn't the right house, anyway. The only entrance I could definitely rely on being there was... the old house, from my memories. I'd have to go back. Go back into the entrance of the used. Back when I first met... Mr. Tooley. We ventured out into the night. How long had it been this dark? What time must it have been? There were owls hooting into the abyss, beckoning me out for my relative safety. I looked around expecting to see someone, or something, pounce on us. But it was calm. Where are we going? she asked. The last place on earth I'd want to go. Home, I answered. After a surprisingly quick amount of time, we came across the house. My first instinct was to run. It was dark, but not necessarily empty. What is this place? she asked. Did you grow up here? In a way, I answered. In a way. We moved around the house to find the used entrance. Lauren was clearly scared. Are you... are you going to kill me? she asked. I wasn't sure if she was joking or not. Kill you? No. Look, come on, it's fine. We'll go in one by one. And I went in and down the steps. Lauren followed closely. As I ventured down, I noticed that there was no noise. Did I know what I was walking into? Would it be any better or worse than before? We stepped through, and as I entered that corridor, the red light glowing just like before, drenching everything, in its warm glow. I could hear that faint music playing and it shook me to the bone. Do you even know where you're going? She whispered. Well, no, but I always seem to find my way. Uh, Come on, let's just keep walking down this bit here. Should we head towards the noise? She asked. I don't know. Let's just... Let's just have a look around. As we walked down, the music got louder and I started to breathe faster. My heart was quickening. Are you okay? She said. Look, just hold my hand. And she took my hand in hers. We approached the first door, and the music was coming from behind it. Let's open it together, she said. And as we opened the door, I could see that we were inside a church. The music was playing loudly now, echoing, across the wide open space I recognised the walls the windows the layout it was it was Father Reynolds church but I could sense movement down by the end by the altar as I got closer I could see it was Mr Tooley groaning and moaning standing behind the altar but he was dressed as a priest In fact, he was dressed exactly as Father Reynolds. What was happening? Lauren gripped my hand even tighter. Where was this? What was I even looking at? Then from behind the altar I saw a boy appear. And that boy was me. What? What is this? I said. The boy ran off, crying. 
Tootie was shouting at him. That's your own fault. You encouraged this evil. Look what you've done. And as the boy ran towards me, I quickly closed the door. I was shocked. What had I just seen? Are you okay? Lauren said, her eyes looking at me as if... as if in pity. It made me angry. What did she think was happening? Of course I'm okay, I snapped back. I've, I don't know what that was. I, I don't know what's happening. Well, let's keep looking, she said. Let's see what else is here. We wandered further down the hall and came to another door. As I looked at the handle, I began to panic. There was something evil behind here. Something I really didn't want to reveal. I could feel it. You don't have to open it if you don't want to, she said. It's, it's okay if you're scared. I'm not scared, I answered, and threw open the door. And there in front of me was the outside of that horrible little house in the middle of the woods. I could hear crying, children crying. I walked up closer to the front door and pushed it open slowly. and saw a group of men, naked, with those masks on. They were panting, hot, sweating, watching and looking at something in the corner of the room. As I pushed past, I saw the dark black pod that I'd seen before. But from it, from it came the screams of a child and the gasps and moans of an old man. What is this? But as I went to reach down and touch it, an inexplicable force pulled me back through the house, through both doors and back into the corridor. The door slamming shut after me as I was thrown against the wall. Are you okay? What, what did you see? Lauren asked. I went to answer, but my head started throbbing again. I winced in pain. What's the matter? But I knew what it was. I just, I just didn't know how to describe it to her. It was coming for me. It sensed my presence. It was coming. We have to move, now. And as I got back up, I could already see it, turning a corner from where we'd come in. The horrific, huge, black, oily creature had found me again. And from it came the faces, the moans and the sounds, all of which looked and sounded like me. And it was coming directly for us. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. For more info, including how you can support the show, please visit anewwinter.com. Thank you for listening to A New Winter. Winter.